In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, 82 years ago, 82 years ago, in 1940, the Germans invaded France in World War II under Hitler's power. For four years, the French were held hostage and sent to concentration camps to be tortured and killed, living every agonizing day in slavery to the Nazi government for those four years. But four years later, on June 6, 1944, 156,000 military forces from the U.S., England, and Canada met in Europe and landed on five different beaches in Normandy, France. And the French citizens were forced to just ask one question. One question, 82 years ago. They had to ask themselves, what are these military forces doing here on our beaches? in Normandy, France. Are they here for vacation? Are they here to see the different locations of France? They must have been asking themselves that. And the answer, we know, the answer is they came, those 156,000 military forces, they came to fight, they came to rescue, they came to help a people who were, have lost their hope, that were hopeless and under the grip of a tyrant, Hitler. On behalf, they came to fight, to save, to rescue the weak and enslaved people who were the French people. And you may be thinking, Father, thank you so much. You missed your calling. You know, your calling should have been a history teacher. What does this have to do, Father? Father, what does this history lesson have to do with today? We're talking about Christmas. What does it have to do? I want to go even prior and I'll answer that question. I want you to imagine a different scene besides the scene I just told you, 1940 that took place, I want you to imagine another scene. The scene is a manger, this manger here, a cave in Bethlehem, 2,000 years ago. A young Jewish woman named Mary had just given birth. She's holding her baby, her husband Joseph is by her side. They gaze upon the child who has just landed on this earth and they ask a similar question that those French people asked 80 years ago. What is he doing here? And the same answer, brothers and sisters, the same answer. Jesus became a little baby to fight, to go to battle, to liberate, to rescue a hopeless people who were under the grip of a tyrant, the devil, on behalf of us who were weak and enslaved. The weak and enslaved. And brothers and sisters, every time we look at a nativity scene, we all have them at our houses. Some of us have two, maybe four. We're extra. As Chaldeans, we could be extra at times. But we all have a nativity scene. We all have a nativity scene. And we shouldn't think, when we look at this nativity scene, ah, how cute. Ah, how cute. Look at, look at this baby. Look how cute this baby is. We shouldn't say, ah, so cute, because Jesus did not come into this world to be cute. Jesus Christ came into this world to rescue us, and that is what Christmas is all about. Amen? Amen. Amen. That is what Christmas is all about. But we live in a society today which tells us Christmas is about other things, about eggnog. I don't know why. Eggnog's not that good. It's about eggnog, and it's about presents, and it's about family, and it's about food, but we have forgotten that the reason for the season is that baby landed on earth 2,000 years ago to save us. To liberate us because we were enslaved brothers and sisters 
And that is really good news. And we need good news today, don't we? We need good news. We live in a world, in a society, just go to your phones, go to social media, turn on the news. There is no good news. But today there is good news. That Jesus Christ came into this world to save us. And that is some really, really good and powerful news. Now, we may think, okay, well, Father, that happened 2,000 years ago. What does that have to do with me now? And what does that have to do with me in the future? And brothers and sisters, that's the good news. The good news is, right, not that Jesus just came, became a baby, and that's it. 2,000 years ago, this historical event. No. The good news is that by God becoming man on Christmas, that has power for our future, and it has power today, right now. But do we know that good news? Do we know that this good news has power for the future in my life, all of us individually? And do I know that this good news has power right here, right now, in this moment? Christmas and God becoming a little child has the power to rescue us. He came to rescue us for the future. So when we look at this event, not ah, how cute. This event that took place, it has to do with our future. There is a future reality that it deals with. And this future reality in today's gospel, we heard the angels say to the shepherds, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you. And so this news that we hear about, we're reminded about today, has to do with our future. And what's that future? And we go back to the book of Adam and Eve, right? When our first parents, Adam and Eve, said yes to sin. They said yes to sin, and they said yes to the devil and no to God. So what happened? Sin, death, and evil entered into our world. And that's devastating news. When that happened, three things happened. When we could say, okay, Father, really the devil today, it's, it's Christmas. But it has to do with our Christmas story. If we don't go back to our roots and know our story, today makes no sense. Today becomes just another day. What's our story? And our story is that when Adam and Eve, our first parents, invited evil into the world, three things happened, brothers and sisters. We lost our freedom and we were going to become slaves to the devil. We were separated from God for all of eternity. That means hell was our only destination if that baby did not land on this earth 2,000 years ago. We needed somebody to rescue us. And this has to do with our future. It has to do with our future because if Jesus did not come into this world 2,000 years ago, and that's what we're celebrating today, our only destination would be hell. The good news is that's not our final destination. Amen? That is great news. That is not our final destination when we look at our future. I don't have to go there. God does not want me to go there. But we were rescued by Jesus when he became a baby only to die 33 years later so we could be with him and the remainder of the Trinity in the future in heaven after we pass away. We say from crib to cross is how we won our salvation for the future. From crib to cross. He had to come in the crib only to die 33 years later. And there's so many signs of freedom and hope for the future 
every Christmas. Every Christmas, right? Again, looking at this nativity scene, when we put out our nativity scenes, do we say, oh, this is just nice. This is just decoration. Oh, this is a reminder of Jesus coming to the world, but it's a reminder of our future destination, which is heaven. That if Jesus didn't do this, we wouldn't be able to get to heaven. Are we sitting in front of our nativity scenes? We all have one. It's a reminder of this good news, this joy, this peace, which all of us desire. Besides our nativity scenes, we all put out a Christmas tree. We have multiple Christmas trees here in the church, and some of us, again, have multiple Christmas trees. Do we know that when we put out a Christmas tree, that a Christmas tree is a reminder of the tree that Adam and Eve ate from, from the Old Testament, which is why we needed to be rescued. Today it's become of who has the nicest Christmas tree. How many compliments do I get on my Christmas tree? Do I stare at this tree and I say, wow, this tree is a reason 2,000 years later that I needed a savior because of the tree that Adam and Eve ate from. And so this good news has to do with the future, our future final destination, which is in heaven. And we look at this tree and we say, wow, I was worth rescuing. Some of us sitting here right now feel worthless. Some of us sitting here right now have really no hope. We've lost our joy. Because we forgot our story. And our story is that this good news that we're celebrating today has to do with our future. But Christmas and God becoming a little child has the power to rescue us not only in the future to get to heaven, But Christmas has the power to rescue us today, right now. Right now, here, sitting here, there is power. Although God became a baby and rescued us through his birth on Christmas 2,000 years ago, we have access to that power right here, right now. Because you may be wondering, why is the world so messed up? Where is God? And brothers and sisters, because although Jesus has won the war, our enemy, the devil, is still working hard today right here, right now, to try to throw us off, to try to trick us, to fall into temptation, to lose our hope, to lose our faith, to lose our Christmas joy. Every Mass is Christmas. We're here for Christmas Mass. But the word Christmas, it comes from two words, Christ Mass. And every Sunday is Mass. Every Sunday is Christmas. At a modern-day manger, which is the altar, where Jesus comes to life through bread. Every single Sunday. At every Mass, again, we receive Jesus in the Eucharist. We access this power of Christmas, which Jesus took place 2,000 years ago, every week. I come back and I get refueled and I get refueled and I get refueled to go out into a world where the enemy is working really, really hard. And that's why the enemy hates Mass. He hates the Mass because when we come to Christmas Mass every Sunday, which is Christmas Mass, again, we receive that power, that strength from Christmas 2,000 years ago, so we're able to fight back in the spiritual battle. When we receive the Eucharist, we can activate the power of Jesus' birth from 2,000 years ago when I'm tempted today. Everyone in this church is tempted. All of us, because we're human, we're tempted. So when I'm tempted in sin today, I can say, spirit of anger, I reject you in the name of Jesus who became man on Christmas. I don't belong to you. 
Jesus has rescued me. You have no power over my life anymore. That's the good news, is we're able to activate from the Eucharist that we receive every week to receive Jesus the Most Holy Eucharist. And so, I can tell you all about this, but I think it's time for a little bit of activation. I told you I'm a little bit extra chasa. So, I want to activate a little bit of that power, that Christmas power from 2,000 years ago, and activate it right now in our lives where we can say that God is alive, that Jesus is alive, and that we can have this in our own hearts and our own minds. So I want you to just repeat after me, okay? I want you to repeat after me. Spirits of anger, Spirits of anger. lust, lust. Resentment. resentment, addiction, addiction. Unforgiveness. unforgiveness, division, I reject you in Jesus' name. I don't belong to you. I am no longer under your power or control. I've been rescued by Jesus. And I belong to him. There is power there, brothers and sisters. There is strength there, brothers and sisters. Wake up to the power of Christmas that this is not a past event. There is power for it right now. And receiving Jesus in the Eucharist on Sunday, every Sunday, gives me the strength throughout the week to activate this Christmas power from 2,000 years ago today. When we receive Jesus in the Eucharist every Sunday, we're activating the power of his birth from 2,000 years ago when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling depressed today. There's this quote, those who live in the past are depressed, those who live in the future are anxious, those who live in the moment find peace. Why? Because God is in the moment, He is with us. Jesus is here. He is alive and with us. And let's activate that power right now. Repeat after me. Spirits of anxiety, anxiety. worry, Worry. perfectionism, Perfectionism. control, Control. depression, Depression. discouragement, Hopelessness, Hopelessness. faithlessness, Faithlessness. doubt, Doubt. confusion. Confusion. I reject you in Jesus' name. name. I don't belong to you. you. I'm no longer under your power or control. control. I've been rescued by Jesus. Jesus. And I belong to him. So that's so good for us, again, that activation of remembering that through the Eucharist that we receive every single Sunday gives us the strength throughout the rest of our week to fight back in this present reality today against sin, against temptations. So brothers and sisters, when we look at the Nativity, we must ask ourselves, what is the baby doing here? And the answer, he came to rescue us, to deliver us, to free us from the, for, for us, weak and enslaved. And his death on the cross is how he rescued us from the power of sin, death, Satan, and hell. A true superhero. Christmas and God becoming a little child has the power to rescue us not only for our future to get to heaven, since Jesus being born and dying 33 years later opened the gates of heaven to us, but Christmas also has power to rescue us today when we come to Mass each week and receive the Eucharist, which gives us the power to use his name in times of temptation, stress, anxiety, hopelessness throughout the rest of the week. And brothers and sisters, many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will he find in your soul? What will he find in my soul? 
Will Jesus find a soul that knows that God becoming man 2,000 years ago has the power to rescue me in the future and has the power to rescue me here right now today? Or will Jesus find a soul that treats Christmas as a historical event from 2,000 years ago that has no power for my future and has no power to help me in the moment today? So brothers and sisters, we just sit here for a minute. We ask ourselves this question, what is Christmas all about? How powerful is it? Am I allowing God to activate that power, not only for the future, but also right here, right now? Amen?